That's what the friends are for. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Throwback to School, the podcast where we talk about stuff we liked in high school and whether it's good anymore or not. And uh, I am Andrew, and my co-host is always the same person, and her name is Liza. Liza. Hey, Liza. How you doing? I am great how are we, you good we are out of the regular studio right I know. now i feel we like are, we're on a live show yeah or something. we are on a panel <laughs> right now it's um, very comfy the audience panel. is scotty <gasps> scotty clap yeah give us a big round of applause scotty clap 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 woof 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 arf arf <laughs> and then now he's licking his butt yep, now he's licking his butt um i think that's a good sign yeah. i think we're doing really good uh, um yeah so, uh, Liza, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm sitting on a couch uh, in the basement, mm-hmm. and it, uh, I feel very cool. It is. We are being very cool yeah. sitting on a couch. Uh, Liza, today mm-hmm. we watched one of, I'd say, the friendlier shows in the world. It depends who you ask. It depends on who you ask. Uh, uh, it is the show called Friends. For Rams. F-R-I. E-N-D-S. That's correct. It if, could be an acronym. Yeah, because there are dots in between. Uh, Forever Rachel is ever not not dating sorely. Sorely. Yeah, that is. I think that was the original <laughs> acronym of the show. So we watched first and last. Wait, is Rachel the main character? It's interesting. So we, we watched first and last mm-hmm. today and I kind of get the impression, I mean, you're supposed to think that all six are like the main characters, but like the first episode certainly makes you think that Ross is kind of the main character because like the first episode he's dealing with his wife leaving, Mm -hmm. Carol, Mm -hmm. and then by the end of the first episode he is potentially going to date Rachel. Right, he's he's opening himself to the possibility of dating again. Right, and so... Even like there's even a moment of like I'm sorry that there was some background noise I forgot to turn off another mic. Um, we have a third mic. There's not a third guest. Um, but the uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Scotty's not getting on mic. Um, <gasps> Rude. But the they certainly make you think that it's it's his journey mm-hmm. in the first episode because like he even gets the last line of like I just grabbed the spoon and uh-huh. like you you're kind it's sort of like a this is Ross's journey. Right. And and I mean you could also say that it's Rach it's both of them cuz she's getting right. more like oh she just left her mm-hmm. fiance at the altar right. and or be, almost and like they're getting the bigger arcs of the episode yeah. um meanwhile the other and the other people are not like monica is getting a lot um storyline but the other people are just there for their joke chandler joey and phoebe are all like very side characters mm -hmm. in this like chandler's whole purpose is to make funny comments yes that's which is like the show right (laughs) and then like joey is you know the dummy and then phoebe is eccentric as heck yeah like she is just a weirdo And so that's like, that's all you get from them. But yeah, like Monica goes on a date with a guy who turns out to be kind of a slime bag. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, Rachel leaves her husband at the altar 
and then gets a job by the end of the episode and mm-hmm. Ross gets left by his wife and then ends up telling Rachel that he used to have a crush on her. So it is like a you have three characters who have an arc in a 20 minute episode. Yeah. But then yeah, the the other three are kind of left to their own devices. Right. You kind of just got a glimpse of like how they're adding to the like what type of personality they're bringing to the group but yeah there's they don't get a story right and then the last episode is very ross and rachel centric again yeah um and then a cute um side story from between chandler and um joey joey yeah um but they're also it's the finale so they're trying to pull all them heartstrings well they're also trying to wrap up all yeah, the exactly all the things it um but they also it's a so it's a two-parter episode and all of the like either like the long con stories that have been going on the entire season mm-hmm. or the the dilemmas that started on the first parter of this last episode right basically wrap up at the end of the first parter mm-hmm. so then they have like basically this one last overarching story which is the will they won't they to yeah. wrap up and and but instead of they can't do a full 30 minutes of that because it's like, we know they're going to get together. Right. So like they add with some silly emotional stories on the side. Yeah. Um, but they don't like it's wrapped up. Yeah. Like it's done already. Um, so when did you get into friends? You know, I, I don't, I don't recall like a particular year. Um, friends was, I started with the reruns. Like I'd never, you didn't watch it when it was airing on. Well, no, because I was a baby. A baby. <laughs> um, but my sister was a big fan. What year were you born? 91. 91, okay. So first episode is 95. Yeah. And that means it didn't come to France until like 96 or 97. Yeah. But, um, and I was there for six or seven years old. Um, wait, five or six years old. Yeah. I know math. Um so i'm pretty sure the show in general in my household was introduced because my sister was into the show um and then i watched a lot of the reruns Mm -hmm. um throughout my teenage years um and then in high school they started like rerunning it again from the beginning which i think by the time they rerun it in what all I was in high school. I had never actually seen the first episodes, I think. So okay. from I think in high school I got to watch the whole thing uh from the beginning for the first time. Uh and love it. Also in high school we got this TV that's when like in France they started having TV that was like going through the internet. Um and so some we got extra channels than we usually did even though we didn't pay for cables and yeah. some of those channels with the tv that we got you could change the subtitles and you could change so this channel was showing reruns of friends and i could ha- watch it in english yeah with french subtitles cool. which was awesome and i really like doing that because um friends is like what taught me english uh-huh <laughs> like besides you know coming here and um having family that spoke English and getting a job in the mm. U S and stuff like that. Like my, the most like practice I had listening to media in English was friends. And it's the best thing to watch when you're learning English because they speak very like 
kind of your plain TV American accent. Yeah. And then they talk about the same shit over and over again. So you get like, we were on a break. Like, you know, you just like. Yeah. It It's very like easy. The storylines are simple to follow. Like it's, it's kind of like watching telenovelas, you know, like yeah. even if you don't know Spanish, you can like follow what's yeah. going on because it's very dramatic. Mm-hmm. It's the same with sitcoms. And they tell you when to laugh because there's a can laughter right um so i was slightly obsessed with in high school or that's what my mom told me i'm gonna take i'm gonna take off my headphones so okay uncomfortable good thing you can still hear me i can still hear you because we're in the same room <laughs> um so yeah i think i watched it before i was in high school but in high school i like was fully involved with it yeah um and kind of claimed it my own. Uh, and uh, and then I rewatched it again, like maybe five or six years ago. Because you whole bought like thing. the Blu-rays, right? You bought the whole thing on Blu-ray? I didn't buy them, but I do own them. You received them mm-hmm. on Blu-ray. Yeah, the whole set. Yeah. Uh-huh. How was it watching in HD? <laughs> Worth it. Yeah. <laughs> it felt so different. Uh-huh. Could see that that those shiny teeth and um, oh especially the episode where ross whitens his teeth <laughs> how uh how do you, did you watch you have watched the whole thing i've watched the whole thing i didn't watch i don't think i watched most of it on like live tv um mm-hmm. it was during like i mean it was airing during like prime tv watching years for me as a kid um 95 to like 2004 mm-hmm. is the run and so like i was in it was like late elementary school when it started and it ended post high school for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. um so like there were definitely seasons that i was watching on tv and for some reason i might have talked about this before but like season five and six to me were like mm-hmm. what i was like really obsessed with with the show mm-hmm. scotty's doing the thing where he's trying to make himself comfortable on a pillow <laughs> In the corner. In the corner, yeah. Um, he, it's very it's, entertaining. It's very entertaining. It's very distracting. I'm sorry for the <laughs> audio listeners. Um, but yeah, I was. that was probably the time when I was the most into the show. Yeah. And I think that kind of coincides with when the show starts to get weird. Well, yeah, that's. I feel like maybe that's when they start like... That's when Ross starts to have like his mental breakdown and becomes like a true like... Yeah the, yeah. yeah, the sandwich episode is certainly, like, high on the list. But, like, that's when, like... That's I mean, when they all each, like, ingrain in their freakiness. They all become cartoon characters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, Monica, who was previously, like, a, a neat freak, becomes, like, a, like, a psycho about it. Yeah. I hate to use terms like that. Um, but, like, she becomes, like, oh, just a total weirdo. He is still <laughs> circling this pillow. He has been doing this for about 45 seconds. <laughs> Um, it's not gonna happen, Scotty. Gonna happen. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, I so they all okay, become he, settled. Ca- oh, he did it. He did it. You um, did it! Yay! Good job, um, Scott. They all become weird. Like it just everybody's like if they were all a, like a five in like seasons one through three. By six, they're all like twelve. Yeah, you know, and then like they sort of all sort of like taper off and on in terms of like their weirdoness for like the the following five seasons um but that's about the time that i think i was the most into it was five and six Mm -hmm. and i i think 
I like made a like concerted effort to make sure that I bought season six on DVD, even though like I hadn't Only bought any that? previous ones. Okay. I mean, we I think we own them all now. But because Jillian likes them, no? right? Yeah. But at the time, I was like, I have to own season six. That's so I just like for some reason it stuck out to me as like the funniest season. Mm-hmm. What um st- what uh was the most striking to you watching the first episode versus the last episode? I think how like I mean obviously the show wouldn't fu- even find its footing for like maybe till like season three mm. is like when the show like really start you get like a real handle on like what the characters are going to be like because you know you have like they're all sort of portraying this like what is like a log line of each character you know like Chandler was gonna be the funny one Joey was gonna be the actor who's kind of aloof Phoebe was gonna be like the weirdo who's into spirituality and you know like these things that like you could see like were like when you go off for an audition this is the type of character you're auditioning for they're all sort of playing that character and watching them like I mean I think the thing that's most striking about the first episode is how bad David Schwimmer is like he is he looks like an acting robot in it most of it like his movements are so weird and stunted like there's so in the first episode it starts with them at the coffee shop and Rachel comes in in her wedding dress she's just left her husband at the altar and it, it later in the episode she's on the phone with her dad and she's trying to explain to her dad that she doesn't like she didn't think that she fit with her with her fiance and she's doing this weird analogy and then ross is listening in and then makes some like weird comment and then like robot walks over to the (laughs) couch it is like the if you've never watched it i would recommend watching the first episode just to see how weird david schwimmer is being in it yeah, I um I haven't watched the first episode in so long that I, it um it surprisingly enough for it being pretty much everybody's first time acting. Yeah. Like for real, besides maybe commercials yeah. or odds and ends Jennifer jobs in, in the Leprechaun movie. Whatever that yeah. is. Um they uh they're not bad actors. No. I feel like they're delivering the line like they didn't learn how to act on the show. Like yeah. th- what the level of acting that they brought on the f- on the pilot is the same throughout. The writing I think probably gets a little better or a little yeah, smoother on sure. the on the jokes, but the performances are the, pretty on par. Yeah. From season 1 to season 10, which might mean that that means they kind of plateaued yeah too like i don't know um but watching it again especially for ross to me like the whole robot thing like i didn't even pick up on that watching it Mm -hmm. like all the times that i've watched this show i've never really like realized his body language is so fucking strange yeah and uh, surreal um and i'm wondering if it's like because Ross is supposed to, like they make fun of him for being the quote unquote nerd. Yeah. And which is such a 90s thing. Like I feel like now we're so like past it. Like we've had so much. Nerds TV. are cool now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, we've had Big Bang Theory, so we're past it, right? Yeah. He should be like God <laughs> on the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> but they, um, it to me, like his body motion is what a actor who did not was not a nerd 
in like growing up hmm. and didn't interact with nerds and while growing up like they that's the image like a quote-unquote like cool person or or popular person or person that doesn't or or looks down on nerd culture or something like that's to interesting. me it's like him being like oh nerds are awkward and this is what awkward looks like but it's so fake and and like what you've never interacted with an awkward person and therefore you're making it awkward but in an unrealistic way i i got I'm almost I'm reading into it i think i read almost exactly the opposite in that it seemed oh. to me like a person who like has his own level of like anxiety and like neuroticness about like his body mm. and therefore like didn't quite know how to act with the with his body with his body in a way that like he's already kind of nerdy and like has his own body language in his own life and therefore like doesn't quite know how to translate that to screen so it comes off as like very stunted and weird mm. so it's like extra weird it's like weird on top of weird with like a spotlight Be- right because mm-hmm. like unlike maybe some of the cast in the big bang theory for instance like mm-hmm. i think they all have differing degrees of like nerdiness but like i think you know like a jim parsons who plays sheldon mm-hmm. is like he's very in the body of his character mm. and i think like that might be he's from, aware like, of right what that his might body be looks like yeah that might mm-hmm. be more of like he has more experience maybe than david schwimmer did starting on friends Mm -hmm. but it just kind of feels like he's not really sure what to do to act like ross with Mm. his body yet and that you're probably right that makes sense i'm just maybe i'm giving him too much credit (laughs) david schwimmer maybe you suck but come (laughs) on the podcast maybe come on the podcast we love you (laughs) we're we're doing i'm not gonna deny that if you came on the fucking podcast i'd be pumped we're recording on the couch now so it's like a pretty cool (laughs) cool. chill atmosphere david schwimmer so like it could be fun come on the couch um did you (laughs) have yeah yeah come on the couch (laughs) um i'm sure like very a lot of like less more sketchy (laughs) things has that's been their like log line come on the couch couch. (laughs) yeah um did you have a favorite character growing up or like watching it so i'm glad you asked thank you because um i it evolved mm-hmm. it's kind of like rewatching lost every time yeah. i i there's just like i feel very different about each character every time i watch it yeah i had that with friends where um i think when i was younger i was like ross is so cute uh-huh. and like so sensitive and like such a dork well he is like the only male character on the show who does show any sort of vulnerability at least like in the beginning like i think joey as the show progresses like starts to show a little bit of vulnerability Mm -hmm. chandler always seems to have it like he had like comedy is his is his defense mechanism yeah and so like because of that the character never really shows any sort of like vulnerability or Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. but ross was the one from the beginning who seemed like i mean especially like a sad sack but like well yeah and they start the show with that yeah he shows up he's all he's like a sad wet puppy right um who just keeps lamenting about his dead marriage right um and then it turns into when he like he it, it progresses from his sadness about his wife his ex-wife yeah. to his sadness about him not being able to get rachel right. like so he's just constantly this sad little there's puppy. a lot of yeah yeah he so i was a sucker mm-hmm. and i totally like fed into what they were 
like that i yeah, mean that's what, what they wanted you to feel about ross exactly. you were like i'm on board yes i'm checked in for that um but i think with time i just like chandler is he makes me laugh sure. like as much as like maybe like i don't know i think for me let me think i think 50 percent of his jokes are not good yeah yet i laugh at like 75 percent of what he mm-hmm. says even if only like there's like a 25 percent in there that i know yeah. i'm not supposed to laugh but it yeah. still makes me laugh. well like think about it's like, like a guilty pleasure i don't know if you think about yourself at like a friends gathering mm-hmm. a friends gathering um that's like when all the friends fans meet up here in seattle it's a friends <laughs> gathering. um when you like when you're hanging out with friends and you're like you're telling jokes mm-hmm. like how many of them like truly land like how many of them are as funny as you think they are right? coming out of your mouth yeah so like if you laugh at 50 percent of his jokes or 75 percent of his jokes it's still pretty, high. That's pretty like, high i know i was just thinking about like the other night we hung out with friends and i like was i you know i was have it i told like i did like one funny bit and everybody laughed and i was like i think I'm, i think i've got the goods and so like i tried it again 20 minutes later and it whiffed so hard <laughs> And so it's just like, I'm sort of like in my feelings about like, you know what? Like 50% is pretty good. That's yeah, a good quota. Yeah. I also realized this time watching it that none of them laugh at what he says. They're all, they all kind of seem over his like shtick. Some, yeah. They're either over like the, the some, like Monica or like the women will, will roll their eyes. Yeah. And then the guys will smirk. Yeah. Most of the, I feel like that's most of what's going on. And then there's the life, laugh can. Right. But I, mean, it, I just at, think it's funny the idea of having like this really quote unquote really funny person yeah. in your group, but like nobody ever laughs. It feels loud. like I mean you know Joey lives with Chandler. Like we find out you know later in the series that Ross has been best friends with Chandler since college, mm-hmm. and at some point Monica and Chandler had met beforehand, mm-hmm. and so it does feel like maybe Jennifer Anson should have been like peeing her pants laughing so hard at Chandler. Like, he's so funny. Yeah. And it's because it's like the first time she'd ever met him, she should at least like chuckle at the things he right, says. Right, if like, they're like new Right, new but instead she's just kind of like, like he says a joke and she just kind of looks around like, is he like this all the time? Yeah. And that's, maybe that's real life too. <laughs> like, right, and, if, I, and when you think about it, like Rachel and Chandler come from very different, like they're, Rachel is such a like, Oh, wait, they did meet also in college. Yeah, Phoebe Phoebe wouldn't have met anybody and Joey wouldn't have met anybody, but the four right. of them know each other. Yeah, from through like retcon backstories yeah. of like, you know, w- seasons of seasons yeah. of whatever. How do they meet Phoebe? I am still unsure. Was it I think Phoebe? Phoebe was like a... She moved in with Monica, right? But wasn't so- that after like while the show aired that's not how she meets no pre pre rachel moving in she had lived with monica and then like there was like a she was like a secret she like secretly moved out this is like i think you find like this on like flashbacks that they were roommates and, and yeah monica so i think like out. monica like annoyed her so much that she eventually moved out mm. but i think the idea was that uh she was like a like a proto craigslist find uh uh-huh. yeah and i think so you're like, right i think that's how that worked mm-hmm. and that's how she got introduced to the group yeah except i think we also find out through another like weird telling of their past that like she also mugged ross as a kid yeah so like it's just like it's, I, the stories with phoebe are always like like in the this um first episode uh-huh 
there's the whole like all these moments where you're supposed to feel bad for Rachel. Yeah. Um, poor little spoiled brat doesn't yeah. know how to take care of herself. Um, and and Phoebe, who is just she's like a different kind of naive. She's uh-huh. she just believes the best of everyone constantly, right. even though she has had legitimately the worst life right. story. She tells in the first episode they you, reveal you, you get her, everything. Her mom killed herself, her dad's in jail, her like first roommate killed themselves. Like she it was, she lived on the street starting at fourteen. Right. Like it's yeah. just all of these horrible stories. Yeah. And but she's she tells the story in order to sympathize with Rachel's yes. bad story, which yeah. is like absurd, right? Because it's not the same like at all. And um, you do have to give it up for Phoebe though. At the end, she does end up with Paul Rudd. I so. mean, yes, she wins. She wins. She wins everything. Um, <laughs> I will say that this show does get fairly criticized for not having minorities in it. Oh yeah, and it's really evident by I mean, you know it's not like a minority never shows up. There's never a main character who's a minority at some point. Um, Ross, Ross and Joey are both trying to date Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like it in terms of like a, yeah, I don't uh, even like, think any of the women date people of color. Right. And, and I think like in, in the first episode, not a, not a trace of a person of color in it. Not even in the background, not even and the it's background, fucking New York. Right. Please. And then in the last episode, there's one character of color and it's the stewardess on the plane. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So like otherwise, and like she does, hey, she gets a speaking role. You got to give it up to him. Um, otherwise, like there is none to be found. Yeah. Like it is like I was thinking about it before I came here and um, was looking at photos and just like those cheesy like yeah. promotional photos that they had and how like nowadays if if a show started now being made, which they're still being made where everyone in the cast is all white. Yeah. I would be like i don't i don't want to watch this yeah like, i'm not interested like yeah. i'm tired of seeing the same story over and over again um that is not inclusive so yeah. i was like this is kind of funny that like that was not part of my thinking at all like you know 10 yeah. odd years ago mm-hmm. um but scotty is on the trace he's on the move <laughs> um yeah the uh so to answer your earlier question uh-huh. i always had a crush on ross yeah and then he kind of changed into chandler because he's like the wittiest yeah um but i will say that like how like what i know about myself now as an adult and like uh-huh. who i like in general like yeah. romantically uh-huh. or is probably closer to ross okay so it circled back to ross <laughs> Like a big old, like, like a dorky nerd. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Check me in for yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Hmm. I I go back and forth for the women. Mm-hmm. I I never liked Rachel. She annoys the shit out of me. Yeah. I tolerated her mm-hmm. at best um, and never understood why Ross would be into her besides for her looks. And I don't even think, sorry, spoiler or not spoiler controversial alert uh i don't think uh jennifer aniston is that attractive in the hollywood world okay if you met her in real life if she was just like a person you met in real life you would be like damn she is very pretty but i think i don't know i think you might i I think like i think it's the makeup and like the the nice hair and Mm -hmm. then like the the like she 
gets staff to take care of her and i think sure. anybody would look good yeah in those lights and and things and i i don't know i'm skeptical that i don't know but and so we had this conversation while watching it yeah. that is the combo of schwimmer and aniston, aniston the most drastic like doofus to hottie ratio on yeah. the screen and i i don't know that i i don't think so i think to me they're like on par they're both i think that's like, pretty i think that's pretty controversial yeah like, no i think I, so I, yeah. I, I think i'm the only one in yeah. this camp like in the whole world i think I, I out of the three guys i think ross is the most attractive it's interesting i I th- in the face i think like if i if i were to like tell you who i thought was like the best looking i'd probably say chandler but like really? chandler also like between seasons has like the biggest body and face transformations mm-hmm. between seasons because he was like i guess a wild drug addict during yeah. the filming of the show mm-hmm. so like at certain points he may be like on 50 like 50 more pounds yeah, he, than like, he was a month earlier like, maybe i think it's maybe season eight he is like he looks like he has gained like 40 pounds mm-hmm. and then by season 10 he's like a skinny yeah he's yeah. very skinny so it's just like it's like skinnier than when he started the show. right it's very like, it's a little yeah. worrisome to watch yeah. but you know i think he's okay now but he's okay now yeah um, and then which is funny because neither of us are naming joey who's supposed to be the, the attractive one. of right. the show and he's also good looking too like yeah i, think he's a I good mean none guy. of them are ugly no no they're all tv stars so if, i don't know i think like people talk about jennifer aniston constantly uh-huh. and i i i don't fully understand i think um courtney cox is was a lot nicer looking uh-huh um i think maybe now they're all look strange because they've had a lot of work done i think like especially courtney cox seems to have had a lot of work done in the Mm. face i think she did like watching the last episode i think she did even like before the show ended and so now it's been a while um phoebe is like a really like all of them are attractive yeah yeah i just think i don't know i don't fully understand the jennifer aniston craze um and i never really got it that's i mean that's and the rachel character i'm just i she's annoying yeah and like people hate monica because she's annoying in terms of like she's hyper and gets in people's faces and like is a clean freak season seven and on yeah um but i i i don't know i have a sweet spot for monica and, Mm -hmm. and phoebe is probably i was thinking about it when we were watching it i think phoebe and chandler are the most um uh consistent mm hmm throughout the seasons as opposed to the other ones do become characteristics of like character yeah caricatures well, i think because they start off as caricatures almost like he's the yeah. funny one she's the kooky the, the kooky one so like one. yeah when they start off as like just sort of like logline cartoons like it there's not well, much they mellow them out because phoebe yeah. is like she starts at, like she starts at a weirdo and by season 10 she's a lot more right she still says you know like stuff like oh my my mom's spirit isn't a dog or something yeah you know like things like that and but by then she has like a grown-up job right like an apartment she's She's gonna get married to a man like (laughs) the cutie pie of them all (laughs) the um versus like joey just becomes dumber and dumber by the minute right 
but really then like they also they also do try and like i like the season where he tries to date rachel like they he's a little more serious yeah they have him like open up and a like lot more. yeah and he you know tries to prove that he can take care of the baby and things mm-hmm. like that so like there's some growth in him mm-hmm. that they do but yeah overall they chandler and phoebe are like they mellow you're right they mellow them out mm-hmm. slash like they plateau because they start them as such like right. this caricature of yeah. a character of like a personality yeah um the other thing that that was like striking to me on this last episode was the relationship between ross sorry between chandler and joey is so fucking cute it is very cute and i was thinking about it, i'm like i can't think of another show that did that Ben. it was especially then it was like very much this like romance thing. it was it was a bromance in a way that like these were two grown men who like legitimately cared each about each other and love each other i mean they tried to do hey <laughs> scotty found a different spot yeah. to twirl um, around <laughs> he's on top of some of my wife's clothes which she does not want him oh to no you're gonna get with. in trouble squatty um yeah it was a uh, in a way that they never really portrayed men on camera, especially men having like a friendship with another man. Yeah. They never really did that. And they never um, joke about like, Oh, they might be gay. gay. Yeah. They like, might be gay. Yeah, Or like it? get defensive. They're like, no, you're my bud and you'll always be my bud. And, and they're, like, they're, Chandler takes care of Joey, like throughout the seasons whole like pay for acting classes yeah. and like cover the rent while Joey is like trying to, do what he needs to do yeah for, you know he's trying to stay, be an actor and like i don't know i just i it reminded me that i really liked that about yeah. them and probably made me jo- like joey more i think like, like it, he's a, he starts up being such a douche yeah and i think like his relationship with chandler is what makes him sweet and and like kind yeah and it, like i think it was i mean uh, this is a weird uh show to be making this point about but like i think for a show of its time it was very progressive to show two men having a relationship where they show that they really care about each other Mm -hmm. and like are willing to hug all the time Mm -hmm. and like it's never presented as like i think there's like a time or two where they'll be like ew we're hugging too much or something yeah but like by the end it's just like they cares you know they're having a goodbye and they say like cool guy handshake or a hug and they sort of like go through the motions of the cool guy handshake but then they have like a nice long hug afterwards and it's Mm -hmm. like it's a very sweet moment and i think like there were not a lot of shows of its time that were like willing to show like two men who like they're not like sports hugging yeah it's like a sweet yeah loving hug yeah um i agree i and i also think the chandler's relationship with monica is also unique to television at the time yeah um because Monica is such a strong-willed, she's the assertive one in the couple. Yeah, where, like most male-female relationships on a show are presented as like the woman is subservient to the man. Yeah, or like maybe not subservient, but like she's at the, least oh, like she's he's, the, he's the domineering one. Yeah, she's the one who like will say don't do this thing or whatever, and like he, you know, like Chandler's the one who's out like trying to have adventures or like has like a strong opinion on something, but. Mm-hmm they pr- definitely present her as the alpha in their relationship. Yeah. Which I don't think a lot of shows at the time were doing that. Um, and I, we said the time and it was like 10 years ago. Yeah. Like it's not that I long know. ago. Um, did you have a favorite character? <sighs> not, I mean, I think, um, Gazoon tight puppy. Um, 
I think that when um, that time when I was like, oh, season six was my favorite. I think like I went through a phase of also Ross being my favorite character, but because like he was being funny to me, mm-hmm. I think that's why I liked him then. I think now based on, I think like the trajectory of the characters, I think like Joey's probably my favorite character. Really? Just because like, I think Joey is like, he's a misogynist through like a lot of the series, mm-hmm. but I think he's, the one character of like, especially of the men who's willing to show like true vulnerability in like his facial expressions and mm. like how he talks about things, you know, like because he, he has a childish, right? Like hue to him, which yeah. makes him lovable. Yeah. And like Ross, we were talking about earlier, you know, certain has certain vulnerabilities, but it's always like, feel so bad. For yeah. Me. He's, he's the Eeyore. Right. Like that's the one thing that even when I was a teenager, be like ross would be my ultimate crush if he wasn't so like you're like oh poor me right like, oh phil like just pity me constantly yes. and i like even now i just that's yeah the least attractive trait someone yeah. can have yeah so i think and because like i think overall i think like rachel has an arc in the show mm-hmm. that's pretty satisfying um i think the portrayal of monica especially in the later seasons is like pretty shitty. Yeah. Um, like, you know, she, she probably gets it the worst. Yeah. Actually. Like she becomes like a, in a way that like, I think is you're meant to dislike her, mm-hmm. especially like, I mean, you're supposed to like the character, but I think you're supposed they to make like, her the naggy, right. like stereotype. And I think like, like she, at, at her core, it's like an assertive woman who knows what she wants. And so, like, it's presented as a, like, but it she's a manipulative yeah. and she's, like, naggy and, like, she's nasty to Chandler and you're supposed to, like, dislike her for, like, you're supposed to be like, oh, why is she so mean to Chandler? Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, no, she's just, like, a woman who knows what she wants and, like. Yeah. And wants- she, like, all, she ends up, like, being a business owner yeah. and, like, a chef and, right. like, she's successful. Yeah. And, um, it, yeah. And they, you're right. They do turn it into this, like, but isn't that disgusting yeah Ew. i think like it's it's tough because we only have so much time and like <laughs> friends is 10 seasons yeah. um but if you were to give your feelings on at least the episodes we watched today how mm-hmm. did you feel about them today i i will oh my gosh my experience watching them today i think was a like four out of five okay because watching the pilot again was cringing yeah like the pilot is so like i don't i didn't remember the pilot being so rough yeah and the last episode boosted up again Uh because the like stupid will they won't they Mm -hmm. like emotional stuff and the chandler and um joey Mm -hmm. romance emotional stuff like got me again yeah and remembering the like i actually remembered watching the last episode for the first time Mm -hmm. when ross listens to his um voicemail voicemail and um is like did you get off the plane and then she like opens the door and she's like i did get off the plane and the entire crowd is like like Uh i remember watching that for the first time and crying like even though i don't even like rachel that much like that the will they won they totally got me the first time and and i think like remembering that like surprise such like pinching in your heart yeah of like sweet stupid comedy rom-com stuff Mm -hmm. um 
cranked up my experience yeah that covered the like lack of the cringy first episode yeah so yeah i think i'm gonna keep it at four out of five okay it did make me want to rewatch the whole thing and go interesting <laughs> um I think I'd land closer to like a two and a half, oh maybe. Oh my goodness! Just because like the first episode is is real cringy. Like yeah. rewatching the first episode made me think if I am going to watch this again, I'll probably start at like season three. Yeah. Like I do. I not... think like past all the like lesbian jokes would mm-hmm. be great. <laughs> yes, I think like that. That's an interesting point that I I thought about that like it's a show that has a like. Carol is not a main character, Mm-mm. but like she's in it quite. Uh, like, she's in it quite a bit, mm-hmm. and like she's a sort of a constant presence in the show. Mm-hmm. And she is a lesbian in the show, and like mm-hmm. a lesbian character. And they don't ever present her as like what is like a stereotype, like in most TV and movies of like a, of a lesbian, like Butch. Mm-hmm. You know, like they both and, her and both her, her and um, her partner Susan. Susan, yeah. Um, they're never portrayed as like what is like the stereotype of lesbians at the time mm-hmm. but like they're also but, it, but, but there's ross s- and the guys always talk about them like they're that weird stereotype like the, the other the thing. other but also like the other end of the like stereotype of lesbians that like every man wants to see lesbians like fuck, fuck. Yeah. and so like that's all that's another part of it that there's like oh yeah lesbians it is true and true, so like <laughs> It's the portrayal of like any sort of LGBTQ and like mm-hmm. what I mean by that is like L because like there's no bi characters. There, I think like Phoebe's ex husband is gay. Oh, she married. Yeah, she married Steve's on. Uh, oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. And so like, but I think like that's the only like true gay character in the show, and he's in like one episode. Mm-hmm. But Otherwise, she didn't marry him because they were in a relationship. They married him like she was his beard or something. Something, yeah, like some weird yeah. thing like that. And so like, it, there are like no real stories about like LGBTQ people. Mm-hmm. There's like really no strong characters that are that way. Mm-hmm. However, like I think it gets a little bit of credit for like having a portrayal of like a real lesbian couple and mm-hmm. not making them into caricatures and not making them into like what society thinks mm-hmm. like lesbians are like. I think there's a lot of instances too where Su- Susan, like when Ross gets uncomfortable, Susan calls him out Yeah, and is like, what? Like, Oh, you mean being in a relationship? Like she'll just kind of, kind of like say these comments are like, we're right. just people like get right. the fuck over it. Yeah. Um, which I think is great. Like at least they had that. Yeah. Um, for the time yeah it, it was more positive sure. than maybe some other shows sure. were doing um but i think like yeah if i were to rewatch again i'd probably start with a later season just because it, it the first episode is just like the jokes are not landing Mm-mm. it i mean like obviously this is like a 1995 show so like even how it looks in the first episode versus like the last episode like the i mean the quality is just like otherworldly you know yeah but it yeah i think i would probably skip a lot of the earlier seasons Mm -hmm. to to do that um are you ready yeah the surprise prize i'm ready cool 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 let's get that i want to take a picture of you and scotty right now thank you i can hear a little bit from probably your headphones that the song is going Tell me about your surprise prize. My surprise prize is, is the box set. Oh shoot! The, that I wanted to bring to you. The and I forgot that you already know about Blu-rays. 
This is the complete series of friends box set. Oh, and it's was, like a hologram on Yeah, the, it's on a the hologram front. from like the one picture is the first season yeah. promotional pictures of uh-huh. all of them like very touchy feely yeah. and then the last season yeah. promotional. Are they in a suit? I think the last The last one they are in suits like and they dresses. Like they they went yeah. to a wedding or something yeah. or like the premiere. Yeah. The box set is black. Uh-huh. And has the holographic. It's huge. There's yeah. a little booklet yeah. with some wow. pictures. And then the inside is Velveteen Rabbit. Uh-huh. Black. And then there's a little pull tab and a booklet or a book thing to hold the DVDs. Or okay. my bad, they're all Blu-rays. It's Get white. It, right. it has that like New York clock. Like yep. that famous picture of them, also promotional. They had yeah. so many of those. Do they still do that for sitcoms? I don't think they do it as much as they to me. It's such to, a friends like, thing. There's like a shot of them. There's like a very famous shot of them in this booklet of them like sipping on the same milkshake. Yeah, that that is so famous. Yeah, this one where it looks like they just came back from a wedding. Yeah, they're all like yeah in nice dresses and stuff. Each season, there's two DVDs per season, and uh-huh. they're co- or. Yeah, color-coded. they're color-coded. Yeah. Um, it's kind of pristine because I've only used it once to watch the whole thing. Uh-huh. And then it gets put in the do you think it, with all Do the you DVDs. think that they'll ever do a reunion thing? Like, even if it's like a one-time That's a great Netflix reunion, like, ha- like pseudo-movie? Or like like they did with Gilmore Girls, like th- or like three long right. episodes or something, like mini-movies. I mean, they're like obviously none of them have like reached the level of success that they had on friends. Mm. Like maybe Jennifer Aniston like kind of is still that famous because like she's just sort of like stayed in the popular eye, but like David Schwimmer's done like voice work. I'm sure he might be like a producer now or something. Yeah. I would be. Yeah. I think most of them are, have got their money and stuff. Right. Um, I mean, none of them are like writers destitute or something, but no, I don't um, think so. But well, there's the whole thing of like, them by the 10th season they're each getting paid like uh, exorbitant some, amount of, some amount per of millions episode. per episode yeah, yeah. It's, it's insane um yeah i i don't know it's it's strange to me that they i mean i guess like it's also a thing that they've probably all moved on from but yeah i don't, I the, don't like, know it's a good question i think like maybe some of them would be open to like a revival netflix thing right um but what about if they were doing baby friends like the muppet babies <laughs> uh-huh so, so like it's a- like ben and the twins oh and emma <laughs> and, and emma and if joey has kids oh god right I hope like 20 of like joey's illegitimate and kids and paul run yeah oh That'd be, That'd be really pretty babies. It, I I think like that would be a disaster. It would be. I, just I think like it'd be the so idea bad. Of how bad that would yeah. be. <laughs> um, also, Ben, I fucking hated Ben. He was pretty bad. He's such a shitty little kid. Yeah, I hated him so much. Um, yeah, it's just it's just interesting because we live in such a like revival culture now that like we everything do. gets a revival that like it feels like there must. I mean, I know that there's like constantly talk about like Mm -hmm. reviving friends or like doing some sort of reunion when did full house end the the first full house yeah probably 90 like 98 do you think it's because it hasn't not enough time has passed because 2005 2004 is that the last one uh uh, friends 15 years ago Hmm. i think like i mean there is there is for sure 
I think every like six months, I'm guessing there's somebody who's trying to get a friends <laughs> reunion going. But what would be the um, storyline? Like them ten years, like twenty years later, it, with it, it, kids. Full House is ninety five. Like, having coffee again. I guess like because like a lot of the storylines are them dating. Yeah. So if they're not dating, what what is there to talk about? I think like in the in the same way that like Gilmore Girls, like when it came back, people just kind of wanted to know what they're all doing. Mm-hmm. I think like there is a level of like you know what's what's Joey doing? You I know, mean, even though there was yeah. like the Joey spinoff. Did you watch the Joey spinoff? Oh, by God, the way, I think I tried it and I was like, I oh, never watched God, any of it. It's so cringing. Yeah. It's really bad. Um. But, and they made him because he's the main star. He's not a dummy anymore. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's dumb, but not in like he still has, he has to, to be the main the cast. character. Yeah. So the, he's like in charge and it's not believable. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So I, I think what they would probably do is like sort of like a this is what everybody's been doing. Maybe Ross and Rachel got married. Had another kid. Had another kid. You know, Chandler and Monica live in upstate New York mm-hmm. and whatever. Like, Suburbs. I think it would just be like sort of a vague catch up of like what everybody's doing like maybe you know in the same way that (laughs) in the same way that it took like 12 years for uh uh luke and lorelei to (laughs) get married (laughs) just so it could be on the show yeah uh maybe they would do the same thing with ross and rachel where it's just like they just never got around to it like a real wedding as opposed to the drunk one they got right i don't know but even if they were to make it, I'm sure it'd be terrible. I am sure people would watch it. Oh, I would watch it. It would if they like totally. If they, I'm sure if they did it on Netflix, like we're reviving Friends for like mm-hmm. four episodes. I think for sure it would be the most watched thing on Netflix. Yeah, people would be curious. Yeah, even if it's terrible, yeah. they would get their money for, for sure. sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for uh, enduring. <laughs> Thanks for enduring. <laughs> Thanks for uh, coming on the couch. Yeah. Thanks <laughs> for coming. Yeah. Way to go, Scotty. We should always record on the couch. Yeah. And you Scotty, guys can't tell, but Scotty can be the number my one butt guest. can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Thanks yeah. for listening. Yep. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook and the website, goodtalkstudio.com. Yeah. And rate us on iTunes. Rate us on and, the tunes. Uh, share with your friends. Yeah. Do that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye. See you tomorrow. Bye bye.